Tānandi is the Festival of Contemporary Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander Art. The exhibition is at the Art Gallery of South Australia until the 30th of January 2022. You can view the virtual tour online at agsa.sa.gov.au. We're travelling to Western Aranda country now. We're going to Indaria. And I'm really thrilled to have the great opportunity to be standing here with some of my very favourite artists from one of my favourite art centres. And here we are joined by four artists, well, three artists and a curator from Ilcha Njara, Many Hands Art Centre in Alice Springs. Alice Springs is probably a place that you've visited and some of you may have even been to Ilcha Njara. Hands up if you have. Well, that's not bad. Look at that. About a dozen people in the room have been to visit you guys. You'll know that Ilcha Njara, those of you who have visited, is the home of the direct descendants and the extended family of Albert Namatjira. So is a very important cultural wellspring in this country. Marissa Ma is over here on my left and she is the curator behind this incredible project and she's going to tell us all about it. She's joined by Vanessa Inkamala, who's one of the many artists in the room and whose work is just here behind Mervyn. Selma Coulthard is here and Selma's work, one of Selma's works is here and they're scattered through the space. And a man who probably doesn't need a lot of introduction because he's been to Adelaide a few times before, the legendary Mervyn Rabuncha. Please join me in welcoming them all to Tanandi. Welcome back, Marissa. This is not your first Tanandi or your first curatorial project. Tell us all about it. Um, I guess last year we was given the opportunity to um, do another show. Um, Tom Nicholson from Melbourne actually contacted us to work on a project with him. And I guess when he came to Alice Springs to meet us, he sort of threw out options with the artists. And I think Selma actually came up with the idea of doing something about Corporelia because it was such a strong strong story and cultural area for us and, you know, we've all been a part of it and I guess actually, you know, being able to show what the artist can do and Kuprilia, um is just outside of Hermansburg. So Hermansburg is like 120 kilometres west of Alice Springs and just just at the outskirts of Hermansburg is the Kuprilia Springs and back you know, in the, you know, in the, um, with the missionary and that, like, there was a huge drought. There wasn't much water, food, and I guess um, the old people sort of asked help from the, the missionaries to provide, you know, they showed them with the Caprilla Springs, so then they wanted help to build a pipe that would bring the water to Hemsburg. So it was such a, a big... A huge job and you know so much work was done into it especially with the old men and doing it by hand and digging those trenches it was such a long hard um, journey for them but in the end it sort of worked out because when the world water actually burst in the community um, mm. it was such a joyful joyful time for them because they had water um, I guess the story with that I guess how we come up with curating, like, 
presenting these works is to put into grouping. So we started off with, with Coprilia before Coprilia, so before the water was shared. Um, as you go through these, the curatorial area, and then um, it shows the building of the pipeline. It shows then after the pipeline, so when the water, how they built the tank by hand, the old men, so the water can get into the tank and then it sort of shows the celebration. So still today, we still celebrate every year on the 1st of October. Um, many of families still go there and they celebrate by being there with family, sharing food, sharing knowledge, stories and they do horse racing and kids dress up as cowgirls and cowboys and it's still a strong, strong time for us to celebrate and also for our, um, for the Lutheran mission, like the Christianity faith there is still strong so a lot of people would still go there to get baptised and confirmed and just to be there. Um, you know, myself, like, I grew up out there. I spent a lot of time out there with my family, with my brothers and sisters. Um, with the video that plays, um, it shares all of our story, all our connections. Many of these artists have different stories, of different ways of when they grew up out there. Um, and I guess we went out there, uh, when Tom came to visit us early in the year, we went to visit Cubrilla, and we sat there and the artists actually had a t chance to paint. So the, the very last paintings you see there is what they painted when we was there. So it just shows what it looks like now and what they see now. And many of these ones are sort of memories of what, what they remember and how they celebrated those days. Um, I'm not sure if Mervyn, you want to talk a little bit about Coprilia? Yeah. What the old <coughs> people used to do? Yeah. They used to, back in those early days, they've been working, they didn't know any water. They had no water back in those days. At Cooperilla, there were no water. But the only one who gave water to the Holy Father gave the water and support the spring water. Mm. Then they had to join the water to. Hammersburg Mission. There's a pipeline there from uh, Cuprilia all the way to Hammersburg, Diary. That's where all the, there's an old tank, water tank at the old mission, close to the old church. I've seen it. And there used to be an old farm. Oh, so many veggies. <laughs> there so many people who work there. Well, as in hospital and kitchen. So many elders back in those days. Now today, not many left. All right. Mm. Nice talking to you, Mob. <laughs> Thank you. Marissa, tell us about, and, and the rest of you as well, would love to hear about the Namajira boomerang, that Kupriya boomerang. So Mervyn's just described that moment. So we're talking, historically speaking, in the, we're in the early 1930s, 
one of the really powerful things I think that you're doing in this display is there's this idea about Albert Namatjira that he just made watercolours, but Albert at the time when the Kupriya Spring went in was already an artist. Rex Batterby hadn't been to Central Australia and he was already an artist and he was making these beautiful paintings on Mulga. And one of them from the museum, on loan from the museum, is in a cabinet over here. Yeah. I guess back in those days, um, painting wasn't, like the watercolour wasn't introduced then. But with the work on the boomerangs, I think it was only the men that were able to do those things. So, um, and it was very, a strong message and important to everybody that men do certain things and I think the women did a lot of sewing and material works um, and that was important for us to to include it in this exhibition and the idea also come up with maybe we can, can get boomerangs made up for ourselves and then we get we got four of the men to paint their story of their their way of um, working next to Albert so they sort of you know, came up with different ways of how what they're going to paint, and they sort of wanted to share that with everyone. And mm. and a, a way of us is doing is with men. So men, we just chose the men to do it because it was important, and I think culturally appropriate for you know for this exhibition to include it as well. And um, I guess they're all very proud and excited that this actually pulled through really well. And for them to be here to see it, mm. I think it's amazing. And to share what they grew up knowing as well with everyone with the strong story, I think it was very important as well. Absolutely. Mervyn, tell us about the boomerang. Uh, I've tried painting on boomerangs. Mm. Where's the boomerangs there? Mm. Just in here. Yeah, I paint some of the elders with the boomerang while they was working at the garden. There was plenty of watermelon, <laughs> with a pumpkin and other veggies. So many. Opposite, there used to be a school, Amherstburg School. Yep. Opposite that one. Mm -hmm. On the left side. Mm -hmm. Plenty. Real good. <laughs> that water. And the water was real good as well. Come from Coprilia. Selma, you, Marissa said that it was your idea, or you were the, talking about Coprilia and why, how it was so important. Well, actually, I was born and bred in a cattle station in Tembe Down. I didn't know anything about Coprilia, but my parents—they were both uh, religious, you know—and that uh, special day came up when I was around four or something. And, well, all along I used to go along. I didn't know because I, I was just growing up. Anyways, Kubrilla at that time was a very special sort of a day for everyone. Mm -hmm. So we traveled from Tempe Downs to Hermansburg on horses and camels. So when the day arrived, we were at Kubrilla meeting up with all the friends and families because that is what really was about, you know, getting to know and then going to church and having the service 
but meeting up with all different people. And, you know, it was just so special, special yes, and very surprised, you know, mm -hmm. to see that, uh, so this must be my rel relative too, which, you know, didn't know at the time. Mm -hmm. But that's how we grew up, knowing, getting to know people at Cobrilla, because it's a very special day for everyone at Hermansburg, and we grew up, you know, with the, ourselves and our children, we take them to Cabrilla as well, because it's a special sort of a day for us. With the water, because there wasn't a very healthy water at the Fink River, mm. Mm. even Which though they- Which doesn't flow very often. Pardon? Which doesn't flow very often. No, 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 it doesn't. <laughs> Only now and again, sometimes. Yeah. I love the way you've captured those memories in these works, they're oh, really yes. beautiful. This one here, which is yes. the young ladies racing yes. at Kupuridia. Yeah, after the service, mm. there was always the uh, Thanksgiving food, you know, free mm. food and everything, meat or whatever. And then later on, it was the races, you know, racing against the old ladies with the billy can on their heads, you know, <laughs> that sort of thing. And that was really something that the little girls copied as well, you know, now <laughs> trying to be their grandmothers, trying to race, yeah. And the way you've all taken this tradition of landscape, and if you think about the Hermansburg tradition, figures don't appear very often. They are there, even in the early work, the early work of the Perucha brothers and the Rabunches and the Incamalas. It's there, they're there. But what's happened through the work you've done, Marissa and Tom, and with working with the artists is bring all of those, bring people into the landscape. I think um, with a lot of these uh, paintings, they were actually inspired by uh, images, photos. So there was a, a book that we had in the arts and it was Cuprilia. It's a Cuprilia Day book. So it had a lot of these old images that were shared that were from a collection, so they were put into a book and then we had it, so the artists decided to transfer those images onto painting, which is what Benita Clements, as you can see, mm -hmm. she, hers is like a story of each each era of you know, the Cuprilla day with the Cuprilla, you know, how they constructed it, how what the works and that. Um, a lot of it, like, doing the tank and, you know, the, the vegetable garden, Ronald's sketched out the, the boys picking cabbages, so... Many of these works are not just by memory, but just from insp inspiration from a book, from photos. Mm. And I think a lot of lot of, lot of the time, artists prefer um, sharing their memories as well. Mm. But a lot of the younger emergent artists that we have, they sort of use photos for inspiration, and that's how they present their works. And I guess it's sort of like a message as well for everyone, you know the different styles and techniques that the artists use um, to show their paintings. And I think it's a, a genius stroke and not your first in thinking about all the ways of reconsidering one of the most important landscape movements that we know. So if I think about 
the work you did previously, which is the work with Tom and the, with all of the community when we were talking about the idea of Albert Namatjira taking photographs and then you guys looked at some of the photographs by Namatjira and by Batterby. And then after that you did the project, the Yeparenya project, where you looked at all of the, when you placed them like the Yeparenya, oh, yeah. and you looked at all of the, the place names. I think what you're doing is so special because it's constantly re-engaging with this long-standing tradition, a tradition that began in the 1930s, but one that was well, almost 100 years old now that's ongoing. Can you just talk in our final moment about how, like the curating for you, because I think it's really an important part of this in the way that it is led by but importantly, by a First Nations curator, this process. Tom Nicholson is working as a non-Aboriginal artist, incredible contemporary Australian artist is working closely with you. But this is a project that is importantly led by Aboriginal people. Talk a little bit about what that means, because Marissa came and hung this show. This is not just about us putting up the work on the walls. Marissa working with Celia Dottore from our team hung this show. They did it in a day, can I tell you? I also want to just shout out to Desart, Marlene's here from Desart, because it's through the work that Desart do in Alice Springs that we, we being Adelaide, get to connect with desert art workers, and that's how we met Marissa in the first instance. Yeah, I guess um, with me, where I've been working been for the past eight years, and I not only just started as a assistant manager, but um, as an art worker, so I was doing a lot of learning and. And from there, I actually connected with Desert, which actually helped me um, improve and, you know, get a lot of training and so much you know, development that I, I actually feel so much stronger now of what I do and um, have so much passion for, you know, curatorial work, which is something that I, I'd want to look more further in the future of doing. And with Desert, they actually give me so much support and... Not only them, but the artists and the art centre. And I guess it's something that I want to continue to do is just to show, show everyone the work that we can do and how we can share our story and um, our culture. And it's, our language is always so strong in, the, in our art centre as well because we're all from the same community. We've, we've known each other, we grew up, we, all our family are connected through our dreamings and... Um, I guess for me, I've always wanted to do this and um, I always thank, you know, Lisa and Nikki for always inviting me here to, to do this and, um, you know, like two years ago I co-curated as well here with the Flinders Uni for one of our exhibitions and um, I guess just moving forward I just wanted to continue doing that and um, it's always something that's going to improve for me and make myself better and to show my family that this is what I do. So, yeah. The legacy, the legacy and the ripple effect continues with these projects. One of the incredible things that Marissa did with us and all of the community was to work out, identify the locations of the watercolours held in our collection. We've had Hermansburg watercolour since 1939 when we acquired the Namatjira. We were the first gallery to do so. And then we've steadily collected them. But they carried names that were very Western names, names that were not their true names. So Marissa 
worked with us to, in some ways, repatriate those works because you were able, you took images of them back and everybody, Vanessa looked at them, Selma looked at them, Mervyn looked at them and everybody looked at them and said, no, that's not just untitled landscape. That's actually Rujibma, that, that is Mount Sonda or that is Arianga, that is this place, that is this place, not that place. And the, the legacy of that now lives with us because we have that collection returned. Sorry, emotional. Yeah, yeah no, it's, it's important to actually, to give them a name, to actually show where that location is. And a lot of the time, like, we wouldn't know, like, I wouldn't know unless I can go back to the artist and then they'll say, like, this, is, this is where this place is. And I guess um, it's important to, you know, it's going to be there forever in the history and for it to be named, proper name, I think it's very important for everyone to know and see that area as well. Wonderful. Now, the Tanandi Art Fair is happening as we speak. It happens until 9pm on Monday night and all of these artists are represented in that art fair. Not only are they on the walls here, but you can find their work online. I think it's going off, the art fair. I think it's doing very, very well. I've seen some of you scurrying away and looking on your phones. It's really great, isn't it, how you can shop and be totally inspired at the same time, simultaneously. That was just an absolute honour and a delight. Thank you. We didn't um, manage to convince Vanessa to say anything, did we? <laughs> but I'm glad you joined us, lady. Um, Mervyn just wants to quickly oh, yeah. say something. He's actually wearing a pair of his socks. Oh, he is so, too. <laughs> so, yes. His design. Now, Will has an umbrella. There's an umbrella as well. Yeah. Umbrella. Umbrella as well. Yeah. I've got, I could, we could bring it out. No, it's online, so yeah, they can, can buy it online, online and can get buy it the umbrella. <laughs> Mervyn Rabuncha, Selma Coulthard, Vanessa Inkamala, Marissa Ma. Give them a round of applause. Tarnandi is presented by the Art Gallery of South Australia with principal partner BHP and support from the Government of South Australia. View the virtual tour online at agsa.sa.gov.au.